So we're going to be learning the Kajnitsa uh, Mage, the Avodah Sisral on Pasha's Kisisa. And we're going to be troping, we need Chumashim, we're going to be troping on um, the verse, Vayitel El Moshe Kechaloso, meaning um, Moses comes down and God gives Moses the two tablets of testimony. And the problem is um, that there is a discrepancy in the sequence of the verses, meaning um, there is uh, the giving of the giving of the tablets, um, the ego, and then the giving of the tablets. So, so, so it's a big problem. It's a big problem in the sequence. So if you look up the verse, okay, the verse says, that's chapter, okay, so it's in Kisis, so please look it up. let's listen. Right? 3118. 3118. Page 492. So first he gives him the tablets. Do you see that? Verse 18. When he finished speaking to him on Mount Sinai, he gave him the two tablets of testimony. First of all, the, the wording is wrong. What should it have said? Vayiten el Moshe et shnei luchos hoidos kechaloso ledabeemo when he first finished it. So the sequence of kechaloso when he finished speaking with him, right? I'm sorry, I'm missing. Why is that wrong? Because the direct object is out of order. When he finished speaking to him, he gave him the tablets. That's not what it said. He said, and he gave to him, when he finished speaking to him, he finished the two tablets. Should have said. When he finished speaking to him. I'm reading the English translation. Maybe no, don't read the art scroll because he's okay. going to redact it for you so thank that you. it makes sense. Okay, read you. the chat. All right. Okay, thank you. Now I understand why, what I was missing. Thank you. Okay. By okay. Yitain, El Moshe, comma, Right? So the Medrash is picking up on that discrepancy because that's how the Medrash works. It's always picking up in gaps in the text, lacunae, we call them, little holes in the text, texts that don't make sense, sequences that don't make sense, redundancies, right? That's when the Medrash steps in. Okay. So I'm going to start with, I gave you the handout, yeah, the Kajnitz and Magid, Kisisa. Yeah. So we're going to learn the Kajnitz and Magid to show you, okay, the timeline. We have the Pshat, the Medrash stepping in, and he'll be using this and referring it to it, and then the Hasidic dimension working and troping off the Medrash. So there's a timeline, Pshat, Drush, and a drush on the drush. The question is, what's the hermeneutic behind the drush? That means, what is Chazal learning out of the pshat that goes against the pshat or fills in the gaps and explains why there's this discrepancy in sequence? Then we're going to learn 
the way the Koshnitsa Magid tropes on that drush for his own designs. So everyone's bringing to the text their own background and their own issue. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's dive in. Vayitain el Moshe Kachaloso. So immediately he quotes the Midrash. Okay? And the Midrash goes as follows. Ho matan odom yarchivlo. That, do you see that? Matan odom yarchivlo. What is that? That's a posuk from Proverbs 18.16. Now, this is typical for the Medrash. I'm going to work on that word kachaloso, and I'm going to bring an intertext from somewhere way down in Nevi'im and Ksudim, and I bring it in here to bear on this text, to stretch and push me in a direction. What is the posuk? Matan adam yarchivlo. A man's gift broadens his access. So... What does that mean? I have one really basic question here. What is kecha loso, literally? We don't know. To finish, when he finished giving it to him. But we're going to say that there's a missing vav. So it could be read as kecha loso, as a kala, as a bridegroom. Mm. But don't, we'll we'll come back to that. Yeah, Yeah, but we'll come back later. But right now he's working on vayitain el Moshe. So the Bala Medrash is thinking, ooh, yitain, matana. Did he give him the luchos? Yes. But how did he give it to him? Oh, when I give you something, it's a gift. Batona. So he comes with this hododechsev in Proverbs, matan odom yarchivlo, meaning, the Gemara in the Doran brings it, that God originally gave Moshe the Torah to be his alone. And Moshe... Moshe magnanimously shares it with all of Israel. So vayitain lo, meaning I am giving it to you as a gift to you alone. To him, lo. Yeah, that's not the pshat. The pshat is he gave it to Moses. Moses coming down the mountain is going to give it to everyone else, right? But we know what's going to happen. There are people worshipping the golden calf. There's an orgy going on. So the Malamedrash is looking back and saying, did he really give it to him for everyone else? Vayitein. He gave it to him alone, exclusively. But then, as the Gemara Nadar in 38 says, it was Moshe who then said, I'm going to share it with everybody. The Midrash, therefore, is indicating it, that it was due to the generous gift of Moses, because the Pasuk in Mishle says, a man's gift broadens for him, leads him before the great. Meaning that a person, if your generosity of spirit, right, mm. that 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 you get something in return. In the Mishle, it says you have access to great people, right? Just like in the world of Trump. You yeah. pay money, you get access to the White House. That's what the Medrash is pashtas. Here, he's troping on it and says, because Moshe was so generous in giving it to other people, to Bnei Israel, he merited to learn Kola Torah Kula. That's what's being used. It's a beautiful Medrash, right? The, the, the basic is, if I give, I get. That's what Proverbs is, wisdom literature. Get man who gives, generosity of spirit, leads him before the great guys, right? The big political leaders. A charitable gift that a man gives of his property broadens access for him. Okay. And then you bring examples. Now, what does he say? Okay, so in the Medrash, 
It says it doesn't refer to Moshe, but the man's gift broadens for him refers to Israel. Why? When Moses says in the next parsha, everyone, uh, the last parsha, everyone bring a gift to supply the money for the Mishkan, right? We did that last week. Marksiv, what does it say? Haim heviu elov. Just look at uh, verse 36.3. Go to first Exodus 36.3, page 524. Sorry. 36 3, page 520. So Batsalel is making the plans. Moses asks, right, for people to give them, right? And it says, and they continued, Do you see that? So they continued to bring him free-willed offers the morning after. He only asked it, and they came bringing in their gifts, baboke, baboke. So the Medrash says, Reb Yochanan, Omar Reb Yochanan, within two mornings, Am Yisrael had brought all the materials needed for the building of the tabernacle. Within two mornings, because of the double word, baboke, baboke. One baboke is in the morning. Baboka is the next morning. Okay. That's from the time that Moses first told them to bring the donations to the tabernacle until the second morning. Crazy, because this is the middle of the, middle of the desert here. Right. They had all this stuff in their garage. Well, the Marazu said, why did it take two mornings? Because some would high, hard, died, hard, were hard to get, like dyed threads requiring trailers, <laughs> as if they could do it in two mornings. <laughs> but it's, it's very cute, right? Now, because they did that out of, and this goes back to the pasuk, right? That that um, that matan odom yarchivlo, the person's gift will come back to, not to haunt him, but to get rewarded, just like Moses who shared the Torah. Here it's Am Yisrael. They didn't share the Torah. What did they do? They shared their own personal wealth in donating to the tabernacle. So what's the reward? The reward for Moshe was that he learned Kula, he had access to the Torah because he shared it. What's the what's the reward for Am Yisrael? God broadened their boundaries of Am Yisrael, real estate. Because they gave to him in the Beis Amikdosh, the Posak in Deuteronomy, Ki Hashem et that God will broaden your boundaries. Meaning, shekol echod ve'echod, every individual's boundaries. So that means, gevulacha should have been in the plural. When God, Moses says, when God will enlarge your boundaries of Eretz Yisrael, it should have said your boundaries in the plural, your. It doesn't. It says gevulacha. Without the yud, your Singular. So what's the individual boundary? What's the individual boundary? Each individual will have a large estate. That's the mm. because you gave individually, so you will re, you will receive back a large estate in Eretz Yisrael. Okay. Okay. So that's what the Koshnitz Maga is saying. The oid, right? There were two mornings that they gave. Okay. 
So now he's bringing this medrash. We've just learned it. Very nice. Um, it's talking about troping on the word vayitain in the pasuk. What is the matana vayitain el Moshe? And so the medrash is answering the word vayitain as a matana, and therefore it reaped a reward. Now let's see what the koshnitzer magid does with that medrash. When you say troping, you mean expanding? Or yeah. Playing off. Playing off. Hine yotua mama rabbeinu so now we know kechaloso ksiv when it says beyom kechaloso, right? Vayihi beyom kechaloso. That what? Kechalo, not when he finished. Vayihi beyom kechaloso doesn't mean. Right? Kechaloso, it doesn't have the vav. Oh, kechalos is to complete. When he completed the two tablets of stone, he gave it to him. Doesn't say that. Look at the verse. What page? What page? 492. What? 492. Page 492. It says Biyom. What's missing? Do you see that? What's missing? Right. The vav of kechaloso. It's written in here. It's a dot instead. Okay. It's only a dot. Do you see that? After the lamed. After the lamed. Right. And look at Rashi. Kechaloso. The lamed. Ksiv chaser. It has a dot instead of a. Right? And what does Rashi say? Short. Shemosrolo Torah bematana. Troping off our medrash. He was given, the Torah was given, vayitain, as a matana. Kechala lechosen. As a kala gives a dowry to the chosen. Do you see that? It, oh, did you? Shelo Hoya Yoko Lilmo Kulo Bisman Muadze. I should give it to Moshe as a to Moshe. To Moshe. As, as, as a, a, as a, a wedding a, gift. No, 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 no. As the Kala gives herself to the Maybe. But it's a gift. Why? Because he could it, he didn't have enough time to learn the whole Torah in forty days. <laughs> That's what Rashi promoting the Tanchuma. And then he goes, Ma Kala. Now here he's quoting from the Medrash. Ma kala zu, just like this color. Mekushetet bekof dalad mini takshita. Now you had to look at an Indian wedding uh, on Navy Pier. I, I used to go down there and I would take the kids and there would be a wedding. And you'd look through, you know, that semicircular thing. I really wanted to do my daughter's wedding there. But they don't allow kosher caterers. Right overlooking the bay. It's just such a beautiful, beautiful wedding hall. Anyway, so you look inside, and the, the bride comes out decked with jewelry. I mean, kishutin. She looks just like this royal thing with the nose ring and then the, the jewelry hanging from her head and from there, right? But kof dalad kishutin. The 24 ornaments. Now, what are the 24 ornaments? Well, you have to look up Yeshayahu 3. And in Isaiah 3, it actually lists... That God is going to whack you 
like a bride who is adorned and he goes with all the different names of the ornaments and if you count the psukim there are 24 ornaments referring to Isaiah 3.18 where you actually list the ornaments so so, so Rabbi Levi says in the name of Reish Lakish just like a color this color Moses who's given the, the luchos just like a color is bedecked with 24 pieces of jewelry ornament so a you want to be a Talmud you got to know Tanakh 24, the 24 books of Tanakh right Okay. so so that's what the Magid, uh, the Koshnets Magid said, Kechaloso Ksiv, Kechalo Shehi Mekusheses Bechof Dalet Kishutin, Hein Kof Dalet Sfarim. Okay. Now, that's, that is what we're learning so far. He's just quoting Medrash. That's all he's doing. Now he dives into how am I going to put this all together? God, Moses, Luchos, Kala, Jewelry. Okay, these are the points. Now let's dive in. Do you have this? Yeah. Okay. Yadua. What's the function of this jewelry? Kol kishute hechoson shenosin lekala kedeshe tale hein beenov. The function of jewelry is to make the color more beholding and beautiful in the eyes of the chosen. That's the function of makeup. That's the function of clothes and designer. We have a whole inter- billion-dollar industry. So, So, if she does cause him to have arousal, So, he's going to send her more. So, she's arousing in him through her jewelry so that he will add to it. He will add to the dowry. He will give her more gifts because she looks so beautiful. Right? Etc. Now go to the next paragraph. Now he's going to take everything we've been talking about it and bring it onto the personal Avodah Hashem level. Everything we've been saying. So the first thing we said was Matan Tov, Yarchivoda. So what is the Matan, the Vayitain, the Matona on Amisrol? Oh, we gave so much to the Besa Mikdosh, to the Mishkan, right? So he says, to the degree of the Ahava and Cheshek Yisrael, the degree that Klal Yisrael has in bringing these Nadovas and giving Shnodas to the Mishkan. With all their heart, so there's a purity of spirit. That those gifts represent their mesiris nefesh for the mishkan. When I give you a gift, that represents me. The degree to which I give you a gift is the degree of my love for you. I can give you eighteen dollars. I can give you one hundred and eighty dollars. My the level of my giving, and if I'm poor. It reflects the Messiris Nefesh, right? For me to give, then it hurts when I'm giving. Now he gets mystical and he says, 
Matan Nadava, there's always a return. That's what the Pasuk in Nishle says. For Moshe, the return gift was, even though it was only 40 days on that day, he was given the Kola Torah Kula because he shared it with Klal Yisrael. When it came to Am Yisrael, Baboike, Baboike, they gave with such mysterious nefesh to the Mishkan, what was their return? He expanded their real estate. Koshnitz Magid says, that's not physical real estate, mm-hmm. spiritual real estate. To the degree to which I give, the Abishta comes back, he comes back from a place in the Godhead called Keser. Keser is above the rational being, the way Chochma, Bina, and Das works, right? Um, it's Keter is beyond. That's where all din is sweetened. In Keter, in the Malchus of Keter, everything comes down from the divine. So I'm turning on the divine spigot, and the Shefer comes down because I was Moshe Nefesh, and I triggered that. That's what he's saying. So Boker is Ayin in the mystical literature. Morning isn't just morning. It's the morning of a new day in which the divine recreates the world from that part of Keter. But I did Baboker, Baboker. I did two mornings. So it's Lishnei Bekorim. So Midas Ahava Nikra Boker. The Mida of Ahava is called morning. The light comes, right? Din is nighttime, it's pachad, it's fear. Morning times, the morning star comes, the light of the nates of the of the chama. That is Midas Rachamim, Boker, Avraham Avinu. Boker is Avraham. Night is Pachad Yitzchak, right? Late in the late as the sun goes down. So then the Boker is the morning. Machmas Goidel Harchovas Libon Lahavinadosom. So by me giving such donations, I am showing my Ahava down below. Laharchivhu Yisparach Gavul Shel Kolechad Vaarchod. He then expands my real estate, meaning his love for me is mirrored in my love for him. Again, my giving, Baboke Baboke, my giving which reflects my love for the divine, my giving, Messiris Nefesh, triggers in Ayin, through Boker, his response by opening up my real estate in terms of love. Perush, ki kasiv this is the Posuk in Eo. Very important, Job 14, Verse 5. So the Shepherd that's coming down is more Ahavoy, that's the spiritual. Shepherd by definition expansion. is Ahavoy. Yeah. Now he says, because it says in Job, Im Yomov, seeing that a person's days are determined. So this is in memory of my mom, Aleho Shalom. Mispar Chadoshov Itoch, the number of your days is with you, Lord. I don't know how long I'm going to live. No one knows how long they're going to live. You made these boundaries of time. My life has a finite, determined time lapse. Do you see that film where there's there's time on your wrist yeah. and you can, what's yeah. it Out called? Out of time. Out of time. Oh my gosh, that opened me up, that movie. Out of time. Mm. Where you, they, you can sell and buy and trade how many minutes you have in your life. It's a currency. Crazy. Currency. Like, it is your currency. Not money, but your time. Like carbon Brilliant. Currency. Brilliant. Right? You can't, you can't determine, you can't expand that time. 
Eov is saying, remember, this is in chapter 14 of Eov. So it's right in the beginning before he gets the, the, the three friends come to chepper him, right? He's saying, look, what can I do, right? A man's life is limited. It's limited in time. There's just a certain amount of time. Uh, there's a currency of time. I can't trade it. It is determined, predetermined. And only you know what that number of times is. Now, the word im, charutzim, doesn't make sense. And if you look at Art Scroll, it's complete ridiculous how they translate it. See when his details, days are determined doesn't make sense, right? Because in the first prosuk, it says, who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Nobody can. Can you open the eyes of Shura? Can you bring judgment? No. Im charutzim. It should have said charutzim, seeing that your days are determined the numbers of his mouth. What is the word im? It's conditional. It's not conditional. It doesn't make sense. So, so the cosmonaut says, well, you don't have to read it im, but aim. Aim. What's aim? Mummy. How would I translate that? Im hu l'shon aim. Ki hini b'shoresh nafshos Yisrael hanikra aim. All the nafshos of Am Yisrael come from this cosmic womb of the great mother. Right? Bina. The cosmic womb, we all come from the goof, it's called, the guff. <laughs> and when that is empty, then Mashiach will come. The tikkun of Adam Rishon is that everybody came, who came from his neshama that was nifgam by the sin, that was polluted, now has to come through the olam of tikkun and suffer through the olam of the real world. Once those are empty, that cosmic womb is empty, then we've done the complete rectification. So aim the ace boyam loilamazer. So we all come from that cosmic womb. But oisa ace uzman, and as we are born, this is what he's saying. Nixa al kol echod veechod. Wow, this is the reason I'm sharing this with you because three o'clock on Friday night, this just wowed me. Nigzar al kol echod veechod kol All the bad stuff that's going to happen to you in your life is already decreed as you come out of that cosmic womb. It's already pre-decreed. So now he's re-translating the verse in Eov. We thought, seeing that his days are determined the number of his months are with you, you have appointed his bounds. It's not just about time. It's not that your time, your lifespan is predetermined, but kol hamaoros sheyavru, all the suffering and the travails that you are going to need for your tikkun, right? Reading a capitalistic twist on this, a trope. It's not just about the number, that, it's not just a number of days that you have to survive. No, it's all the bad stuff that's going to happen to you. It's predetermined. What about the good stuff? I'm just reading the text. So knowing that, he now makes this Hasidic twist that you have the ability to change your destiny. How? The Abishta will expand your territory, meaning expand your spirituality, meaning 
bring Ahava and Shefa down from Keter into your life. Meaning, you can change that destiny of all the bad stuff that's going to happen to you by the Matana you give him. How you trigger the Ava in Keter will allow that to change the destiny that was written into your DNA as you were born from the cosmic womb. Maybe it's changing your perception of the bad things that are going to happen. I'm not arguing. Yeah, yeah. Changing yeah, the, I, the incidents. Arguing. No arguing. Not arguing. Yeah, because yeah. so yeah. it could be Liban. Al meaning, you know, they asked Rebzisha, are you suffering? The Maggid okay. sent me to tell you you're living in a hut with one hut, one potato, and and, and my Maggid said that I, I I told him I was chepering that I was suffering. He said, go and see Rebzisha. So I'm I'm coming to you. Tell me how you deal with your suffering. And he goes, my suffering. What suffering are you talking about? Why is he sending you to me? Yeah. Through the enlarging of the space of your heart, then you can expand the borders of every each and every volume. Now, for me, reading it in a post-Holocaust way, in a post-modern way, for me, this means how do I expand my ego to hold the suffering until now i am looking at my suffering as oh my gosh this was dealt to me it was predestined i am meant to suffer because of my abuse because of my childhood because of my genetic because of my epigenetics because of my father was a holocaust survivor because my mother beat me and all that brings me to the couch mr psychologist and i have no way out of this prison so he's saying well you do have. You can escape your genetics, even though it was written into your DNA from the time you were born from that cosmic mother. And because of all the stuff you went through and all your genetics, you have the ability to escape that. It's such a healing text. The Koznitsa Magid is telling us I have the ability to escape that individual trauma that I am genetically stamped with through this mutual mirroring with the divine in which I am receiving Ahava from above by the donation of, by giving to the Mishkan of the Shekhinah. And for me, um, this was just dazzling. Uh, the Koshnitzer Magad, as a real Rebbe, is holding me and telling me that, that there is an ability to escape. So now let's go back to the Pshat, because people don't do that, and we right. should do that. Go back to the Pshat, and now read deep Pshat into the Pshat. That's what you need to do. Vayitain el Moshe. So the Rabboni Shalom, this isn't just about a historical fact. Why is it that the sequence is reversed? It should have said, Vayitain el Moshe shnei luchos oedos, kechalosolo daberito. And he gave to Moses the two tablets once he's finished speaking to him. Now, what's he, by switching this around, by saying, and he gave to Moshe like a bridegroom gives the bride. It wasn't about the luchos. He's giving him a matona. She's giving him. 
And the matana he is giving him is a response to the fact that Moshe is willing to share it with everyone else. He doesn't hoard the matana. It's a spiritual gift. He doesn't hoard it. He shares it. Or, according to Reish Lakish, the kala is klal Yisrael, that gives baboike baboike repeatedly to the mishkan. So vayitain, the matana that's being given, is actually a spiritual gift that's coming down. It has nothing to do with a piece of marble or real estate. It's the spiritual gift that is triggered by the shnei luchos ha'edus. Do you see how he has picked up on the medrash that made use of these tropes and twisted it around to say, actually, this is all about spirituality. Vayitain el Moshe is not that he gave him the luchos. He gave him a matana. And the matana that he shared as a bride with 24 adornments, right, who then, by the bridegroom giving more and more, she, he, right, she adorns herself in order to stimulate the bridegroom to give her more gifts. The Rabboni Shalom is telling us, the Torah is telling us, that the secrets of these events are that the matana is the response to the luchos being shared, mm. not the luchos itself. Does that make sense? Yes. And so we learn from that the deepest secrets of the text, the deepest soydas of the text in the pshat. You go back to the pshat and see, okay, so why is the sequence wrong? Yes, very nice medrash, troping on that. But comes the koshnitz and and tells us, obazoi, the deepest soydas of Torah are right there buried in the pshat, in the pshuto shel mikra. And the pshuto shel mikra is what? You are mirrored in the divine. And whatever you give is given back to you. Ki yarchiv not real estate, like it says in Devarim, and not personal real estate, like it says in the Medrash, but the spiritual real estate of your heart to bear and change the spiritual genetics that were appointed to you from the day you were born, that you can escape.